You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard on our 2021 events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor, buy virtual tables for your employees, and many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Steve McSwain with Arta Travel, the 2021 Board Chair of the Plano Chamber of Commerce. And I'm Emily Zig with Veritex Community Bank, 2021 Chair-Elect of the Board of the Plano Chamber. Well, thank you both, Emily and Steve, for being here today. So right now, as we're sitting here, we're recording this in mid-December, which is that time of year when our chair of the board starts to wrap up their year at the helm of our organization and gets ready to pass the gavel to our incoming chair. And so I wanted to take this opportunity to look back at this past year as well as discussing what lies ahead in 2022. So Emily, I'm going to put you on the hot seat and kick off. Uh, with you. So you're you're about to take over. You're going to be our 2022 chair of the board. So why don't you start by just giving our listeners a quick intro to you, talk about your um, career, your chamber experience, and your family. Sure, happy to. So career, I have been in the banking industry for 22 years. I started when I was two. Um, I've been, I've worked in various roles, um, from, do, the, yeah, from business development to management, personal banking, business banking. Um, it's, it's kept me busy and, and I think banking is in my blood. So I will be here until the end. Um, I help here with Veritex Community Bank. I'm currently in a business development role and I help run our women in business program, which has just been a blessing to me. Um, working with women professionals, women business owners has just been, um, so fun, and um, it makes you seem like it's not a job at all. Um, but I, I've been active with the chamber since I believe 2013 or so. Um, I've served on the women's division board for about four years. I was director of the women's division back in 2016. Um, I've served on the board of directors. This is my third year um, on the board of directors in various roles. Um, and I believe on f- the finance committee for about seven years. So I believe the Plano Chamber is also in my blood and I will also be here until the end. <laughs> I also serve on the advisory board for the North Texas Disability Chamber. I graduated with my bachelor's degree in business administration business administration just this past summer, um, which was uh, very hard for the past five years to do that with two young children. So Noah is five, Olivia is three, going on 30. And my husband and I have been married for about 11 years now, going on 12. Um, my family is my pride and joy and, and uh, my ultimate joy of, of everything that I, I do. So we stay busy with soccer. I believe we're about to start some ballet. Um, and I help my husband run um, his company, Dallas Drum, and he builds custom drums from, from scratch. So between drums and children, it's never a dull or quiet moment in our home. So... <laughs> Well, I understand that. And you are a very busy lady, uh, Emily. But now, um, so now, Steve, let's let's move over to you. It's been nearly a year since you took over the role as chair of the board from our past chair, Lisa Smith. What's your what was your vision and your main goals when we started this year? 
Well, the first one was uh, don't mess it up. Um, the chamber is uh, a well-oiled machine. We're five-star accredited. Um, there's a, a lot that goes into it. So uh, I would say that would be my first thing at uh, top of mind. But also uh, some specific goals that you know we tried to accomplish this year um, was establ- uh, establishing a foundation, which we've done. Um, however, it's not completely, the ink's not dry on it yet based on government entities having to uh, finalize things. And then also the Small Business Center for uh, Minority and Women-Owned Businesses. Um, those were two really s- uh, specific goals that, uh, in, in the back of my mind, and also sharing with the team what we'd like to accomplish, um, but also stabilizing the finances um, after a year of COVID. Um, we converted from a lot of in-person events that drove revenue to uh, virtual events that um, revenue streams had to be uh, created in a different way. So stabilizing the finances, um, you know, but I, I have a strong belief in the chamber, specifically the Plano Chamber of Commerce, our company, Art of Travel, um, joined the chamber in 1980. So this is our 41st year of being a member of the Plano Chamber of Commerce. And uh, I did not want to leave a legacy of messing up what was a good thing uh, when I arrived. So, Steve, your year in command really started at a very interesting point in time. Yours was probably different than everybody else before you. Um, And shortly before the vaccine was available to the public and in-person work events really started to come back. So how did you and Kelly plan for the year when so much was still unknown about what was to come? Well, I would say it was, you know, similar to personal and professional business uh, planning and how people took things. You know, the the buzzword for the last two years has been pivot. Um, I, I don't necessarily say I want to use that term, but it's really just kind of taking what comes at you and evaluating uh, what you think is an opportunity to best serve the business community because it did, it brought about a different challenge for businesses, right? So, you know, restaurants were closed or they had to convert to 100% takeout and then they phased in 25% opening and 50% opening. And, you know, we, we tend to, you know, as Americans and consumers, we forget stuff really quickly, but that was a very dramatic uh, change of how businesses operated. And, you know, we're a chamber of commerce serving businesses. So a large part of our businesses were significantly impacted. You know, the restaurant industry, the travel industry, um, several things were, were impacted greatly. So I, I would say that Kelly and I tried to, and, and the rest of the exec team and board uh, tried to look at, uh, current events and how we could best serve uh, the business community through our resources. Kelly, what was it like on your end? Uh, it, you know, I just told you what my experience was, um, but as a leading the chamber uh, of commerce and the staff, uh, you have a significant staff there, I believe eight, eight people. And, you know, all the staff is going through different things, right? They're going through different emotions, both personally, uh, health-wise, you know, whether or not I want to go back to work in person and all those things. So, so how did you address those issues? Well, It's been a very challenging experience, but it's been very positive. I think, you know, first I want to say that I'll put our staff up against any chamber staff in the country. I mean, they're dedicated, they are professional, we operate like a family, but um, we always have our members and what's best for our members and community in mind. And we had to, you know, we had to add in that layer both in 2020 and in 2021, you know, considering health and and childcare and all these things that were interrupted, not only for our members, but for our team as well into that. And the board leadership has been amazing in supporting that as well. So I definitely want to mention how not only the two of you, but the entire board has been really supportive in the work that we do. And we try to treat our members like family as well. And things definitely changed. I mean, they really changed in 2020, but 
I'll be honest, I almost feel like 2021 was a little more challenging because we were, you know, we couldn't just say, oh, it's because of COVID, you know, we're, we're working in this environment now. And so we really had to rise up and um, change how we operate and how we serve our business members. And I think our new strategic plan that we adopted mid-year really set us up to thrive in this environment. Steve, this year as chair of the board was a major undertaking, especially in addition to your career, your family, and your other passion projects. But what is something that you feel like you learned through your experience as chair of the board, either about the chamber or the community or yourself or something that was a surprise to you? Well, I would echo your comments about the staff being uh, top rate and um, as good or better than anybody else in the nation. And that's uh, made it a natural evolution because the team is great. Um, We learned a lot about each other. Uh, I think we may have had more, um, you know, telephone calls or personal conversations than otherwise because we don't see each other in person and you just walk by and say hello and keep walking now you kind of make a point to make a phone call because you couldn't go in person and you spend more time getting to interact with the staff on an individual level. Um, so it was very natural, but the team has been great. I would say that, um, you know, I'm following in my wife's footsteps. Uh, she was the board chair in 2017. Um, she's an Athena award winner. Our company has won the small business of the year twice in the last 25 years. Um, so chambers in my blood to Emily's point earlier, uh, you know, chambers in the blood and, you know, being serving as the chair uh, was a honor and I enjoyed every minute of it. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned for more conversation with Steve and Emily, including an update on our new strategic plan. We'll be right back with more Plano Pulse. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining the Plano Pulse podcast today. Please be patient with us and you may hear a few imperfections as we record virtually. We look forward to getting back to recording in person soon. Enjoy. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. I'm here with Steve McSwain and Emily Zug, who I guess I could really say are my two bosses right now. Uh, so, you know, I need to be on my best behavior. That really kind of sounds funny, boss. I don't know if I've ever taken on that term. I've been in management, but I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know if I like. Well, that's that so word, old. It's boss. team leader nowadays. It's not even boss. I mean, we're a team. Where you know, you're you're the team leader that uh, demonstrates servant leadership. Well, I appreciate having both of you in that role, whatever you want to call yourselves. Um, But one of the major projects that we tackled this year was the creation of our new two-year strategic plan. So, you know, when I came on board in this role, we were in the middle of our three-year strategic plan. 2020 was set to be the final year of a three-year plan. And I know, Steve, you're going to kind of talk about this. We went into that year before everything, thinking that we were going to create a nice long range plan. So why don't you walk us through what that experience was like? Well, it's, um, you know, it was different, right? Everything's been different in the last two years. Uh, And so before we even wanted to tackle the goals and objectives and the measurables and, and those types of things, uh, we had to determine, um, what kind of plan were we dealing with? Were we dealing with a disaster plan that was going to be, you know, worst case scenario? Were we going to do a traditional long-term plan uh, or some sort of hybrid in between, like a midterm plan, which is kind of what we settled on, a two-year plan? They typically are three. You know, we didn't we didn't want to do a one-year because we go through the process again. It takes a lot of time and energy and um, consideration and involvement of a, a large number of people to try to 
finalize it. So doing it for one year, we didn't feel like, uh, number one, that was a good uh, investment in time and resources. And number two, you know, you're planning for the worst. And, you know, we would, we're optimistic. We're hoping for the best. Things have gotten significantly better, you know, today than what they were, you know, 18 months ago. So that, that was the first thing was to determine, you know, how long was the plan going to be and, and kind of what uh, the, the KPIs were going to be, what were the measurables and, you know, what was our anticipation? Were we expecting the worst? Were we expecting everything to go back to normal or somewhere in between? I think we kind of settled on somewhere in between um, because it does incorporate some uh, of the traditional uh, activities that have happened in the past with the golf tournament and uh, Friday networking in person again and things like that, but also blending some virtual events. Um, so, but so once we determined, you know, how long it was going to be, kind of what the conditions we were uh, going to forecast, um, there were some systemic changes, you know, uh, changing down around some departments. So, you know, the ambassadors club not being a singular thing on their own, but being incorporated into a larger team effort uh, in terms of marketing overall um, and addressing things as simple as ribbon cuttings. Um, you know, how are we going to do that? How are we going to monetize that? And, you know, do the clients, we, I say clients, which are our members, um, what their value or, you know, what their perception is. Um, so I think it really it, during that whole process, you're, you're kind of looking at your members or clients um, in my case and members in your case and, and saying, what do they want? Number one, and how can we deliver to them? Cause we can't be all things to all people, right? So we have to find out uh, the most effective way that we can serve our membership. Um, and uh, if things are not, necessarily as high a priority that we may have thought of in the past, um, maybe we make them a lower priority and, and focus on things that are more higher priority. I mean, would, is that how you would view it, Emily? Steve, I would agree with you 100% on that. You know, we we looked at several pillars out of that strategic plan um, that the board um, narrowed it down to. And, you know, KPIs, like Steve mentioned, how can we really deliver the ROI to our, our members? How can we advance the Plano region? Um, how can we leverage the success for long-term sustainability? And I think all three of those are very important to our members, to the Plano community, um, and, and really diving down deep. You know, having a two-year plan rather than a long-term, especially in a time right now, is very important because we're in such a fluid situation, even though our last two years have been something we've never experienced, we still don't know what the next two years are going to look like. And so we can really only take it day by day and, and taking it, looking at a five year right now would be very hard to do because we just don't know what to expect. Well, I just want to say it's been great to get together um, via podcast because the three of us have gotten together and discussed um, uh, kind of high level things. And as you mentioned, Emily, uh, KPI and ROI, I mean, all these uh, acronyms, you know, we're affiliated with American Express. It's, you know, if you don't do your KPI and ROI, you're going to be put on MIA and then have to serve KP. So for those of you that um, <laughs> need to think about that one, go for it. I, yeah, you lost me three acronyms ago. <laughs> it was on, it, well, Kelly, you missed it last night at the uh, after hours with the T-H-P-H-P, I think is what it yeah, was. I thought, I thought that was natural, right? I mean, it just kind of flowed. Um, anyways, uh, that's our friends at Texas Health Resources. Um, so, you know, that, that was kind of uh, Emily's and my view on it, Kelly. What uh, what do you think um, about the development of the plan and the highlights and, you know, what you think are important things for us to focus on in 2022? Yeah, so I, I think you guys hit a lot of really great points. You know, two words really come to mind when I think about kind of the process that we went through and where we landed on our priorities for the new strategic plan. And that's bold and leadership. And, you know, 
we we've shifted through this process, this planning process, some of the ways that we approach some of the work that we do, just as you mentioned, but we've also kind of shifted the way we talk about it. And we want to be bold. We want to, we want to provide leadership. We want to be bold in the choices that we make. We want to provide resources and opportunities to our business community that will help them recover from this, um, you know, from this pandemic. And we, we started out with the, with the, with the point of creating a recovery focused strategic plan. And we immediately struck the word recovery from most of it because who knows when that is. Some people have already recovered. Some people are still recovering. Some people are yet to start. You know, we, we want to make sure that this is a plan that just as Emily mentions, focuses on growth and our community and what the business community can do together. And so the four primary areas that we're looking to make an impact in is driving job creation, fostering entrepreneurship and small business growth, improving community competitiveness and maximizing community impact. And I think Emily, you hit it right on the head. There's three different ways we're going to do that. Three kind of different buckets of work. Everything that we do, we've kind of separated into these buckets. And that is, you know, delivering that exceptional ROI to members. And that, that contains things like our advocacy and public policy work, our member engagement, small business programs. Um, we're really excited. I know Steve mentioned this a little bit. You mentioned this um, before we uh, before we broke about some of the new small business programs and minority and women-owned business programs that we have coming out. That's something that the board and the staff have been working on all year. And so we're excited to kick that off in January. And um, the second piece of that is how we impact the community. And so we want to, you know, we, we think of ourselves as a regional, a regional entity, a regional organization. We don't, people that live here don't only work and, and do business and shop in Plano. We, we expand beyond the city limits. And so how do we serve our region and um, our region of people that are coming in and out of our community every day for whatever reason um, effectively? And our DNI, our diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging work kind of fits in this pillar as well. Um, our partnerships, we really, really appreciate the partnerships we have with the city, with the school district, with other chambers, other organizations. We're all in this together. And so how do we work together to really make an impact on workforce development and d- diversity and inclusion and some of the things that we're tackling as a community together? And then that third point is on the long-term sustainability for our organizations. I mean, I've worked in chamber work for 16 years now. Um, I too, Emily, like I said, started very young. Um, But... I've seen so much change. And so we want to be, um, we want to poise ourselves to be impactful and sustainable far into the future. So the foundation that's coming online is really an exciting opportunity for us, along with some other um, opportunities that will help kind of cement our role in the community for years to come. So Emily, I mean, that that's kind of my take on um, how we're going to approach these next two years and how we're going to really drive a lot of impact in the community and for our business members. And, um, you know, one of the things that I think came out of this that we're starting to see is that ability to connect members and to connect individuals is more important than it has been in quite a while. The COVID, you know, put so much space in between us physically and, 
you know, in other ways. And so finding ways for the business community to reconnect has been another piece of that puzzle as we've kind of rolled out this new plan. And Emily, you're going to be, you know, you're our new chair starting in January. And we're really excited about that. But what are some of your top priorities after kind of hearing that summary from me for the coming year and what you're excited about with your new role? Yeah. So um, just as Steve mentioned, um, top priority, I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> um, I, I have some big shoes to fill and, and uh, uh, Steve, you're not gone yet. So <laughs> you're not yeah. gone yet. But um, no, you know, we he talked- changes his phone number, then we know we did something <laughs> wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, you know, we talked about the small business, you know, um, taking that leadership where, you know, we've created small business committee um, and that really will allow our members, our small business members to be able to engage and take those leadership roles on, you know, and and offer those ideas. And, um, you know, we're just a few people. It takes a takes a city to to make changes. And so um, we're we're one big family and it it's not just the board, it's not just the staff, but our members play a huge part in that. So we appreciate them greatly and, and want to make sure that we acknowledge them and include them um, in our in our focus and our plans. Um, one thing I'm really excited about is um, 2022 will bring on the women's division 50th anniversary. Um, women's division is near and dear to my heart, serving on the board, attending the luncheons. It was my very first networking event I ever went to in my entire banking career. Um, and I was terrified, but they were welcoming and um, it's it's made a, it's played a huge influence on my personal um, growth, my professional growth. Um, so I'm very excited to, to uh, be here as that 50th anniversary um is here. I was the director of women's division the year that we had our 45th year anniversary. So we've already been thinking about this since then. So I'm very excited for that. So, and, you know, and, and, you know, following through with completing the, the Planet Works Leadership Foundation that Steve has helped, uh, you know, bring up and, and there's so much great, there's so many great things that will come out of that. So much opportunity to really benefit the community and, and the city of Plano. Um, so those are some, just a few of those things um, that I'm very excited to be a part of. Yeah. And we're, I know I'm excited for, um, or anxious for the annual meeting coming up because we're going to be kind of giving more information and more details about some of these new things that are kind of unveiling of a sort. But um, now, Steve, passing the gavel to Emily means that you will get back about how many hours a week? I mean, we might just need to agree on several. Uh, <laughs> you you have been a very engaged chair and have always been available when we've needed you and have really done a great job leading um, the brigade, but you will get some some time back. So what are you planning on doing with all that extra time in January? So does very engaged mean nosy or put my, you know, poke my head in where it doesn't belong? Very engaged. Seems, Not at all. Seems like a nice way of saying, yeah, he's he can't get rid of him. Um, and by the way, you mentioned no. the change in the telephone number, uh, my mobile number. It, by the way, I've been using a burner phone all year. So on December 31st, <laughs> it's going in the trash. Um, but, of course you have. Yeah. So uh, anyways, um, no, it's been awesome. Yeah, I'll get a little bit more time uh, back in my normal, normal schedule and We'll invest it in uh, our business, in the travel industry. Obviously, spend more time with family and 
traveling, which is uh, my industry also. But uh, a large part of uh, next year will be used uh, planning a wedding. My daughter got engaged a couple of weeks ago. Apparently, I'm supposed to be involved in that a little bit. Um, so again, I, I don't know if I'll be very engaged, like you said earlier, uh, or if I will be whatever the opposite of that is in that process, whichever is best for all parties and concerned. Um, but no, it's been great. And uh, yeah, just get back uh, some other time. But I'll also be still real continue to be involved in the chamber. You, you, I'm not going to be completely gone. So what seems scarier, planning your daughter's wedding or chairing the chamber for a second Oh, year? the wedding, for sure. Or maybe you don't want to answer. No, the wedding, <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, emotions involved. And, uh, you know, I don't know that I want to be very engaged in that process. Um, so I think being on the sideline is probably the best seat uh, in that process versus being an active participant. But, um, no, it's going to be great. I'm excited. Well, congratulations. Well, we are very excited for you and congratulations to your daughter. And I know Tammy will probably have a blast um, on that side, you know, while you're sitting on the sidelines, you're probably smart to do that. So, <laughs> but Steve, do you have any words of wisdom to share for my year coming up as chair of the board? No, it's, uh, I mean, I, I can tell you that um, to enjoy the experience because um, it's great. It's a, it's a, you know, one of a kind type thing. It's a once in a lifetime year. I don't know that there's been multiple uh, return uh, board chairs. Um, so enjoy the year, uh, enjoy the time with staff, you know, invest time with them, you know, get to know them, spend time uh, on the phone or having coffee or in their office or what have you, you know, like uh, Kelly said, be very engaged. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you should, and, uh, and then just keep pushing forward um, to expand uh, the programs that are in place and uh, have fun. I will never use the word engage the same way again. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. And Steve, if you want to pass on that burner phone instead of throwing it in the trash, that works for me too. Perfect. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. I'll sell it to you. This is what I know where you live, Emily. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today. Maybe we better stop here. I want to thank you both for joining us. Emily, you can't use a burner phone because we we have joked that we have the same child. And um, we have, for the listeners that don't know, we, have, we each have a daughter the same age, born within a few weeks of each other, and they act exactly alike. And we're each other's support group right now as we navigate those lovely three-year-old years. So We need each other. Yes, that's right. But um, thank you both again for um, being here, Steve. I want to take this time on behalf of all the staff and the board to thank you for your support and your work as chair of the board. There's going to be lots of opportunities for this as we end the year and kick off next year to to give you our thanks. But thank you also for being my co-host on the on the podcast the past year. Well, I will tell you, it's been fun being a co-host as well as the subject of the podcast. So, I mean, you know, I'll just do it all myself. I'll have three different roles. Um, but um, no, it's been great, Kelly. You, you're awesome to work with and we appreciate um, everything you do. Uh, and now as quit being the uh, the subject of the podcast and I'll be the co-host and say, if you out there, our listeners would like to reach uh, our podcast listeners here at Plano Pulse, um, please contact the Chamber of Commerce and find out how to sponsor. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for networking worth waking up early for. 
Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday. Thank you.